But I think what's been really interesting about our our relationship is is not necessarily our relationship itself, but the access to um, to I, I guess what I would call like a deep conversation. Um, one of the most beneficial things that I've had in my life has been access to very intelligent people who read a lot and think a lot and have really done a lot of work on themselves to become better humans. Um, and, and so being able to sit down and have a beer or have dinner or, or just sit outside with somebody and, and really dig into a conversation that's, that's meaningful, it has been like those moments and those conversations have been among the most life-changing things I've ever done. Um, you know, for example, uh, John Berardi, who runs PN, I've had conversations with him and his, uh, his co-founder, Phil Caravaggio. The two of them have been, uh, so informative. Like, you know, they're a few years ahead of us in terms of experience and, and business and everything. Cause you know, they're a few years older than us and they, they bring these really unique perspectives and, and they're both very intelligent, very well thought people. So when you speak to them, they come without judgment. They come without, um, they come without any prescriptive advice. And instead they just kind of share some things they've been thinking about, some things that they've done in their own lives. And, you know, here's a perspective that you can take or leave. It's, um, it's a matter of asking questions and sharing experience. I feel like the less that you give advice, the better the conversations are. It, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and so to that end, every time that I've had a conversation like that, it's helped me overcome something personal or it's mm -hmm. helped me draw attention to something that I need to overcome. And it, not just, you know, like... In addition to Phil and JB, there are literally dozens of people in my life who I've I've sat down, and some of them were just strangers. Like when I first moved to Portland, I sat down in a bar and had this wonderful conversation with this lady who I I never got her name. We never kept in touch. It was just like that night in the bar we talked about a bunch of stuff, and then when the bar closed, I went home and she went home, and we never I have no idea who she was or where she went, but it was a fantastic conversation that gave me a lot of things to think about. Mm -hmm. And, um, so th there have been strangers, there have been friends, uh, but, uh, there's this really unique advantage in, in our relationship where you and I can have those conversations at almost any time, because at any given moment, we're both buried in some book that is either going to give us some fresh perspective or it's a business book or whatever. We're both buried in new projects. We're both working on relationships. We're both dealing with all these things that are are not the same, but that lend to each other's experience. And so we can have those those big conversations. Um, and I don't have to worry if like I if I'm having something in my life that makes me feel lost or without direction or or just weak. I can talk to you about it and not worry that like you're gonna go I don't know like make fun of me to. Shelly or like, you know, what, you know what I mean? Like go behind my back and, and tell my other friends that what a, you know, how, how lame I'm being about whatever it is. But yeah, no, you know, any of your shortcomings, I let you know directly to you. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I really like because it, what I like is when I'm having one of those issues with myself, like I'm having a crisis of faith or I'm, or I'm not having a crisis of faith. I just don't quite understand this thing and it's bothering me and I don't know why. Um, I know that I can go and and basically talk it out 
and you'll listen. And if it's something that you have experience with, you'll share that experience, but you won't tell me what to do. Mm. And I, I feel uh, that I, I try to play that same card for you. Um, and th- those conversations lead to a lot of personal development on, on both ends because, you know, teaching something, I think you, you quoted this to me at one point. I loved it. It was a uh, teaching something is learning it twice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love that quote. And, you know, it, it's, uh, it, it's so true because every time that you come to me with something and I have to verbalize what I did and why it helps me get a deeper understanding of why. And not just like, oh, my gut said do it, so I did it. Um, I have to, you know, I have to come up with actual reasons and support those reasons. And I feel like when you have uh, an experience to share with me, it gives me something new to try or something new to keep in mind the next time I run up against that problem that has made my life a whole lot easier. Earlier, um, go ahead, sorry. Well, no, I, I yeah, it's, you go ahead. I was going to say earlier, I like, I like the, the term that you used, which was sanity check. And I feel like that's something, like whenever I have a thing that I'm struggling with or that I, I'm not sure what to do. Uh, and I don't actually, let me put it this way. When there's something that I know I need to do, but I don't want to do it. I think about how can I talk to Jason about it? Because it's like, you're my built in accountability to do the thing that I know I need to do. Yes. I, I, I kind of feel the same way. Like having the, having, uh, well, it's just that if you can say it out loud, like I don't necessarily think I'm the accountability check. I think that knowing that you have to tell somebody that you're not doing a thing you know you need to do, that's, that's the accountability it. check. But you have somebody to talk to. Yes. Like, you know, if you if you didn't feel like you had anybody you could talk to about it, who wouldn't just jump down your throat and tell you that you're, you know, oh, you're being an asshole or you should just, you know, like whatever, whatever the, 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 whatever the advice is yeah well the cliches you always say, oh, well nut up and do it buddy you know like all that stuff like you, you don't need to hear that you know what you need to do but you have to like sometimes you just have to vent and verbalize and and put some stuff out into the universe so you can hear yourself say it because the act of saying it causes you to think about it in different ways because you have to take these thoughts and feelings and form them into sentences and by doing that it it takes shape in a way that it didn't before, which is mm-hmm. why I think some people some people journal or blog, and some people talk to a therapist or you know in in fortunate cases like ours, you can talk to somebody who doesn't charge you a hundred bucks an hour, um, and yeah, I think it's uh, I charge two hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're aware, but I've been collecting. You owe lots of back pay. <laughs> It's like in the millions of dollars at this point. Uh, you're a jerk. Um, Sorry, that was completely derailed. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so I, what, what are we talking about? Why, why are we talking about all this today? Well, I think we've been wanting to do a podcast for a long time. Ever since I started getting into like, This American Life and Radio Lab, and I loved the storytelling aspect, and I wanted to do something that had the storytelling aspect to it and that was really well produced and edited. And I wanted to do something with you because we've been talking about doing side projects for a long time and we've had a couple, uh, but most of the time when we help each other, it's me helping you with something that you're working on uh, for your business and then vice versa. So we haven't done mm-hmm. a ton where we've both been, been working on it together. 
So we've been talking about doing this podcast and then we <laughs> we started it and it was going to be a storytelling. We wanted to make it like a radio lab. And then about, I don't know, two weeks into it, we were like, oh my God, this is so much fucking work. It's insane. Of course it's this much work. Like we knew it was going to be this much work and we abandoned the project. This was like six months ago, maybe. And we kind of finally just settled in on what can we do um, to work on something together that is mutually beneficial. It's fun to produce. Um, it, it feels natural to produce and it doesn't take the amount of time that like a radio lab would. And the reason for that is we just don't have the time or the money or the staff to, to do that. So how can we just have a couple of decent mics and pull up quick time and Skype and talk about shit that we would talk about anyway and put it out into the world and maybe a couple of people will listen to it. So that's, uh, yeah. that's why we're here from well, my perspective. I, I think that the goal when we initially talked about this, it was, um, it was after we'd had a night where you and I and a couple other guys met up and we, we sat down for some beers and as we talked, we, um, at the end of the night, the, the two guys that we were with both kind of just said like, man, this was so helpful. And it was so nice to just talk like this without having to, to be defensive or, or worry about what we were saying. And that was the first time that I think it ever, it ever occurred to me in a, a coherent thought that not everybody has access to that type of conversation. Yes. And so this this idea for a podcast started as like we have these conversations a lot and while we're not necessarily the smartest people or the most qualified or any of you know anything <laughs> or along anything. those lines. Yeah, I mean we're we're just we're, we're just two dudes in with some ideas and they may not be valid, but, and and that, and also the fact that, you know, it's, it's not exactly a conversation because anybody listening won't be able to, to participate in the conversation, but we've, you know, we, we work through things and, and every time that we have one of these conversations, um, and somebody else is there, whether they participate or, or just listen, um, I, I tend to, to talk to a lot of people who say that it added some value. They, they took something that helped them. And so even if it's sort of a vanity project, which I feel like anytime you it's make very much a vanity well, project. Yeah. You make a video or you take a recording of yourself or you write something. It's a vanity project. I have thoughts and I want people to listen to them. I think they are good enough for <laughs> human consumption <laughs> for mass consumption. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but so that I think is, uh, it, it is a vanity project, but it's, it's a vanity project that, uh, <laughs> it's a vanity project with a heart of gold. No, um, I, I want it to be something that can, I want it to do something that could maybe help people. And by helping people, I mean, at the very least, put it into the world that this sort of thing can exist. Like these conversations are possible and whether you get it by going to a psychiatrist or by having kind of a, like a buddy on the internet that you can talk to who's just anonymous and you can just vent, or whether you have a close friend, 
um, this stuff is is super valuable. And and if we uh, if if you and I talk about something that holds some some philosophical benefit for somebody, then awesome. Uh, but really, I I'm happy to just keep having the conversations we've been having, and uh, and and recording them and putting them out into the the ether. Well, and, and let it be known too, right? Like we don't really know what this is going to be. Like this is right. very much us just, it's like minimum viable product. Like what can we put out there that, that feels good enough to, feels good enough to put our name behind it? You know what I mean? So like this yeah. could turn into something uh, completely different than it is now, or it could go nowhere. I mean, fuck, that's like a definite possibility, right? right. Um and I, I just think it's it's important to for you and I to to keep that in mind as we go. Like how much like like we're talking about these kind of conversations. Like whenever we have like a really hard conversation that we need to have about something, do we do we like fire up the audio recording and let other people listen in because that sounds? I mean, it's interesting. Um, maybe maybe it's just interesting to me or. I, do, do I, you see what I'm I mean? I'm open to trying it. I I whatever I I've. I've kind of like talked a big game about living in public, right? So, so maybe we just full on break down. On yeah, why not, right? <laughs> it'd be like that. Uh, we'll just start crying. Well, it'll Quick. be it'll be like reality television, but without anybody to tell us what to do. Yeah, I don't I don't know if this if that's actually what we're gonna do at all. Um, <laughs> but it did remind yeah. me of something. Remember the fir- like I don't know if this is the f- this is gonna sound ridiculous, but remember that first time. I, how do I want to say this? There was a time where I cried in front of you and I think you cried and it was during a sleepover and we were watching a music video. And that was another like moment in my life where I felt, oh, it's actually okay to show an emotion that I had once deemed weak uh, in front of another, in front of another guy. Anyway, so talking about crying, uh, that reminded me of that story. To be fair, I challenge anybody in the world to watch Common's Come Close music video and not cry. Yeah, there's no fucking way. Because it's like, it's, uh, I don't even know what the right, it's heartwarming as fuck is the, the I think, the, the clinical term for that. It's like, it's like watching the movie Up, that Pixar movie, and not feeling any kind of emotion around like the first opening sequence where it's like it's like an animated miscarriage. Oh God, it, that was, it, uh, no, that we can't even talk about that because just thinking about that opening sequence <laughs> makes me want to cry. So, <laughs> but no, I, I agree though. Like having those, uh, being vulnerable like that is, is super weird because it, we get told like, you know, we're, and this is where I think um, where kind of the extent of our uh, privilege will come in to us to a little bit because, you know, we're we're dudes like we were raised to be men and to be strong and to uh, we, were, we were raised to be young white guys. Well, exactly. Yeah. Like I <laughs> I was raised uh, middle class and I was raised to be um, like I was college bound from like day one. Right. And that was never a question in my family until I decided not to go, which then a lot of questions happened in my family. But um, it, it, it was like, but it was never okay. Not not like not okay, like I got smacked around or anything, but like it was just never, it was never uh, ideal to show weakness in my family. Like you didn't, you didn't cry. You didn't, 
you you know you sucked it up and you got it done and that was that was kind of my experience of the world so mm-hmm. being in a position where you could show weakness not like weakness not, like i don't think it's oh, weakness. i'm so sad and i'm yeah well you you could show vulnerability like you could be open about the fact that you're not 100% sure or that you maybe didn't feel good about something that just happened or that you were sad like hmm, i'm sad today like that that wasn't something that i ever felt okay talking about so it i agree like that that revelation that it's okay to be um anything other than a human like yeah to be human um it it's not i i don't know it was it was a weird weird realization for me mm-hmm. but uh but uh, th- that being said i feel we're we're running a little bit long um so i think to to recap i i have wanted to do a hobby project for a very long time and i always have a hard time justifying hobbies that aren't uh, extremely profitable, that aren't um, directly related to something. <laughs> I like how your hobbies have to be profitable. <laughs> no, it's well, it's true though. Like for whatever reason, like my hobby has become trying to find revenue streams. Like it's always been a fun challenge for me. Yeah. Um, so anything that that would take away from that, like I I drifted away from music because music is so time consuming, and I I knew like I made money as a musician, but I didn't make very much, and I felt that. The majority of my, um, I, like I would be better suited doing something else. So I stopped doing music because it wasn't a profitable hobby. Um, I, but did you, are you, I mean, I'm going to ask a question and then we can just leave it on the table for another episode because this is getting long, but I wonder like, do you miss not playing music now? I, I think that's a great, I think that's yes. a whole different conversation. Okay. Um, but but so anyway, so I wanted I've wanted to do a hobby project, and I've wanted to do some kind of a project with you that was like our project, and we've had dozens of iterations of our projects. Hey, um, let's uh, let's list them really quickly. I mean, I don't even, I don't have like a list anywhere, but off the top of my head, I can name a couple. Yeah. Okay. So the the earliest one I can remember is when we were like thirteen. We were going to start a gang. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That I remember. I remember you wanted to go. Out. I remember you wanted to go tag. Uh, yeah, I bought the viaduct, paint. the this bridge, and then I like just pretended to be asleep, and I was like, "Nope, not gonna go. Nope, not gonna <laughs> yeah, go." We we, uh, we were very bad at being vandals, but um, so we <laughs> we were gonna start a gang. That was our first side project. That didn't work out. Um, then uh, what did we do next? We uh, we sold drugs for a bit. We did. We we sold drugs for like one month, and, <laughs> and we were, by like sell drugs, we had like five eighths. Or, uh, uh, we bought like we bought like a like half a ounce half of an pot ounce, yeah. and like a half ounce of mushrooms and like a few like a half ounce of various, mushrooms. like a, a few various designer drugs, and we we sold until those ran out, and then we got scared because we had more money than we'd ever had in our lives. And we didn't buy more drugs, so we just went and spent all the money, <laughs> and that was the end of our drug dealing careers. But, <laughs> our side, we had a we had a side project of uh, stealing things for a while. We got really good at it too. Yeah, that didn't last too long. That was like a couple months, and then I think you got you got arrested for shoplifting because you stole a juvenile <laughs> CD, like juvenile back that ass like, up, back that ass up. 
Um, I didn't get arrested because I was still a minor. Oh, that's like, right. That's I was like right. 16. Yeah. So right. didn't get arrested. I just got really scared. Um, <laughs> but I remember you stole a poster once, like a big, like a poster you put on your wall and you used to wear these baggy ass <laughs> pants and you walked into the store and you put it down your pant leg and then you just like walked like, like a pirate. <laughs> Not even, not, it wasn't even that piratey. I just walked out of the store because I had to walk like an idiot to keep those pants on in the first place. Um, so that, so that was, I think that was the last criminal, uh, criminal hobby that we had. Uh, we, then when we were like 19, how old were we? When we started the, uh, the clothing line. Oh, no, we were older That was like early that. 20s. Early 20s, we started a clothing line and that worked, but it wasn't fun. Yeah, so we sucked. sold it. Uh, <laughs> well, and, and we say sold it like it was a big thing. We basically made a couple of thousand dollars back, and now we may owe the government way more because we uh, forgot to pay taxes. We <laughs> suck at taxes. Um, yeah, so that was that we we sold the company for a profit and then lost the profit due to tax fraud. Uh, go team. Um, we had a we were going to start a blog for a while, like the the two of us. Um, mm-hmm. Which actually, that blog was what snowballed over time into this idea because we had initially wanted to do this, this type of, of conversations, um, as a blog, but it it Mm. was, we had our individual blogs and then we both do some writing, uh, professionally and it was just too much. There's, there was too much involved. Remember Um, when we said we were in Kentucky last year and we were, we were doing the bourbon trail and we had this small house in Bardstown, Kentucky. And I remember sitting out on the porch, listening to the, listening to the bugs, uh, all the crickets and grasshoppers and everything out there drinking a beer. And then you and I, for, for whatever reason, decided that we should write a kid's book about a robot. And so we like built the outline of a children's book for a robot. And I, I, I can't even remember or fathom how many projects like that we've had that have gone absolutely nowhere past the idea stage. But holy shit, was that fun? Yeah. Well, it's always fun to create an idea. The thing that sucks is is making stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. It, like the first the first iteration of this podcast was. Um, I mean, it was it it came out cool. I did I did really like it, but it took us like. 14 hours to make a 30 minute podcast. And it was, and it was because we wanted to make something that was as good as radio lab. And yeah, and in 14 hours, we made a podcast that was 10% as good as radio lab. I would say 1%. I mean, it was like, it, it slightly resembled radio lab. We had, we had background music. I found we had, we had an intro. Um, yeah, we had an intro, like I found music for free that we could, uh, if we gave the guy credit, we could use the music for free and we recorded like a, a, an intro sequence and we had, uh, like conversational snippets that would fade in and out and Mm -hmm. we did all this stuff. We did all this stuff and it took forever. And then we listened to it and we were like, fuck, we still sound like amateurs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this Uh, is actually horrible. Then we just canned the whole thing and we quit. Um, and then I think that's a, I think that's a good thing sometimes quitting. Yeah. Yeah. Well it is. And, and there's, I think a, a whole, like a whole conversation on, on failure and quitting too. I, so uh, I guess to wrap up then we've had a bunch of shit that we've been working on, uh, in our almost 20 years of knowing each other, some of them illegal, uh, 
none. Most of them not. Most of them not. (laughs) Except for forgetting to file taxes in 2011 or whenever that was. (laughs) Um, And I'm really, really happy and proud that this is the project that we're at least breathing some life into enough to put out into the world. Like Like I said, I don't know if more than my mom will listen to it and maybe not even her. Um, Hi, Janie. But I'm really glad that we're doing it. (laughs) Hi, mom. God, that was so amateur. I I want to cut that out. (laughs) Nope, no cuts. Um, We will, yeah, we'll we'll wrap it up there. But this is, um, hopefully it's going to be a lot of fun. I've always had fun having these conversations. And um, since, you know, since I started traveling and, and we've been doing kind of like a weekly call, I think this is just a natural extension of that. So I, I hope that it, it adds at least a little bit of value to anybody who listens. And, and if, if not, you know, no big deal, like we'll continue to have these conversations. Um, so to me, it's, it's a no, it's a no lose scenario. Like this is something Mm -hmm. that we were, we were going to do anyways. And if it can, if it can be useful to somebody else, if it can, uh, start some conversations and, and maybe open some doors, uh, for other people, then, you know, that, that makes it all worth it. And if not, we'll just get to rehash old shit that we haven't thought of in a decade. Yeah, we'll have hilarious conversations in another 10 years when we can listen back to this podcast. And be mortified. Of course, yes. Um, all right, all right man. Well, let's, uh, let's call it there. Cool. All right, sounds good. Talk to you soon. All right, bye.